Hello and welcome to The Quest for a Good Life with Dr. Mike Strauss. This is episode 5 and I gotta say that our viewership is growing. We've got a lot of interest after last episode and people are basically asking the same question. Can we let them in and take them on a tour of one of our iLink homes? Yeah, well, you know, in last episode we went about our history and in sort of the overview of iLink, this we're going to go on a kind of a bit of a walking tour and look at a iLink in-home installation, a smart home installation, both from the eyes of our customer and from ours uh, to show you kind of both sides of that installation and how it works. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Let's get going. you're going to notice about iLink in-home installations is everything that we do and how we've installed it is designed to make things that are generally complex, simple, and accessible for the customer. So what good is home automation or safety technologies if they don't work beautifully for the customer and, and they're not seamlessly integrated and simple? Let's take a little bit of a walking tour you know, through it. In-home support, you know, has a, a number of characteristics, but well, now everything is completely, utterly wireless and everything that we have can be put in a home in two or three hours without disturbing anything behind a wall. It just needs to have, you know, broadband connections. And from that point forward, we can make it happen. So the first thing that we have is this base unit that includes 360-degree camera that sees in every direction. It has an intercom uh, and is all designed so that it's really simple. So, the, you know, the, the one basic behavior I can say that anybody needs to live in an iLink home, no matter how complicated the technologies are, is can you take this finger and can you press that button? <laughs> Everything else can be done by somebody else. But we want to have the self-direction, meaning we want person to feel empowered to get help. And the best thing to do is to press a button where they get immediate feedback of ringing because that's, that lets them know help is coming. But, you know, that, that's a critical point because it's kind of like calling that operator and say, hey, I, I need something, and then them doing all the things in the background to make it possible. Um, it could be um, a variety of things, but that's going to be decided by a human talking to a human. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Um, how's your day going? We, as humans, have eyesight, we have hearing, we have feelings with our fingers. So we have all, you know, we have five senses, right? job of iLink is to give the people who help people five senses, you know, to give them as many senses as we possibly can in order to be of functional help, other than just simply sending somebody. Sending somebody is great, but, but people would like even more independence than that. So if we could help somebody remotely, then we're going to save them money. We're not going to be near as intrusive. 
uh, and we're teaching them to be more independent because that's something less intrusive than physical presence to somebody in their home. So we have the ability not only to have these units in place, but you know, a mobile or, or, or a portable little box uh, that has an intercom and a button so that they can place that wherever they want. Sometimes, you know, you don't know where you want it in an intercom. It, it changes, right? You, you may be not feeling well, and so you want one right by your bed. So you can have these in different parts of, of the house. And so that's really all about, you know, feeling secure and communication. So other kinds of in-home things that you'll see is combination of safety, support, and the ability to remotely give them more help. We, we call it different kinds of support systems. So you're going to see, how do we do kitchen support? How do we make sure bathrooms are safe and support people in the bathroom? How do, you know, how do we look at bedroom safety? Uh, and there are also some general things for security and for safety that we do in, as we, in the design, but it's very functional in our installation. Some people need help cooking, you know, or they, or maybe the pe people fear they might leave the stove on or other kinds of things. So we have a kind of a kitchen support module that, that might have a camera. Uh, it could be that it's a series of sensors. It's, it's logic program built in our, in our software that says, wait a second, I think maybe they forgot to turn the stove off. Well, it sends signals and alerts to us under rules, if you will, that you help set up. At some point in time, you're going to want to know that, that you want to check us to check in with you and say, hey, you know, should that stove be on? If we did, we want the ability even to turn it off. And of course, we have those capabilities too, remotely. We have other kinds of sensors. Let's say a bedroom support system where um, we might put sensors on each side of the bedroom threshold, you know, the door yes. threshold. So we would know if you wanted us to, without seeing or without looking, if somebody went in the bedroom or went out of the bedroom. So when you have a, a bathroom support system, we even have a sensor that's in the shower potentially for people that would tell us, well, wait a second, the shower's on. It's been on for how long? When is it too long? And what time is it going on? And is that not an appropriate time for a shower that we shouldn't maybe want to check in? Let's say at night you get up and you leave your bedroom, you go to the bathroom, 15, 20 minutes, you're in the bathroom. At some point in time, you probably want us to check in on you, right? You know, person left the bedroom, they go to the bathroom, and then they come back to the bedroom within 15 minutes. That's not a problem. So we don't need to intervene in somebody's life. But then all of a sudden, let's say that somebody got up and went to the bathroom and they didn't come out and they it was past 15 or 20 minutes and a time where they felt uncomfortable. At that point in time, it's like, well, they want us to, they're telling us by their rules, they want us to check in. And so over the intercom, we just pop in and say, Mr. Smith, are, are you okay? And, of course, we don't hear anything, then we can deploy somebody, you know, to the home because it's a neighborhood and we have supports that can be there within just a few minutes. These are the kinds of things that technology can tell you. Truly, what I just described to you could not be accomplished 
when you have staffed arrangements. When you have a staffed arrangement, you have somebody many times that you don't even know or know very little about in your home waiting just in case and involved in your life, intruding, fighting over the TV remote, or they just make you make uncomfortable. With what I described, not only can you decide what support you need, but you can decide under what conditions you want it. And that's really about as private as you can get. I mean, what you're saying is, look, I don't I want you to filter out all these intrusions in my life, except for the following. And you describe what they are. With all those rules being set up, we filtered out all the other things. So you're only being, you know, somebody's only coming in to, to help you when you need it. They're not coming in just to be there just just because. All of these are rules that we that that, that we want to find out because the goal of providing support and privacy is to, is to have the person who's getting the help or the family uh, or the guardian, if that's the case, uh, tell us the conditions that really are important to them, and then we dial that in. So iLink Assist is our cloud-based software that we have literally put you know, years and years of development. And and I like Assist does two major things. It, it glues all of the, the technology together and and basically adds logic to it. You know, techno, uh, sensors and technology in the home, it kind of, sensors kind of go off like popcorn. You know, you walk around in motion and, and sound and all these things that it, by themselves, it doesn't make any sense. When the first smoke detector was invented, the first carbon dioxide detector, those were basically sensors. They were providing alerts for pressure points. To the homeowner. Yeah, to the homeowner. What to do. Yeah, and this, but we've basically, we've expanded those sensors to include all the pressure points and all the vulnerabilities of a home that can cause a lot of damage. What you described about the shower is something I didn't even know. That's extremely important and non-invasive. This is not cameras in your shower or bedroom. These these are sensors that alert you of trouble. And it's incredibly important and potentially life-saving. So this is huge. Well, and, you know, one of the reasons why people aren't independent anymore is because they they no longer can remember to take their meds or they don't do it correctly. And of course, we can always deploy somebody to help pass their meds if that's where they are in their in their needs, right? Yeah. But some people aren't there yet. You know, they're not at that point where we just show up at 8 o'clock and help them with their med passing. Yeah. You know, they're, they're able to do it, but will they remember? Uh, do they need kind of a remote coach to do that? So we have a beautiful med, uh, uh, sort of a, lockable med box that with with a camera so that we can remotely unlock it and then we coach them through the process of of taking their meds and and, you know that is very useful for somebody and it's not as intrusive as being there so that's another kind of in-home thing that we have and 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 i'm kind of in the in-home thing by talking about my favorite things and that 
That's our NFC card, uh, NFC technology. And all it requires is a phone. The phone has to be, you know, open or, or, or un unlocked and not just in sleep mode. Yeah. We don't use an app. All you have to do is open it up and tap an NFC card. They just tap it. One behavior. It's just like the button. And so they tap that card. Uh, it's called a FYI card for your information. And the idea behind the FYI card is to give them exactly what they need, when they need it, and where they need it. For example, the thing about the NFC card is it you tap it. On that particular card, it then goes to a particular, you know, website of our own proprietary nature, and it gives them the information they need in either text, audio, or a video without them doing anything else. So it could be it could be how to make oatmeal, and you do it, and it goes to a video of how to make oatmeal. It could be you know phone numbers and it goes to a text of phone numbers that are important numbers it could be allergy and you do that and the cool thing about it evo is that if let's say that you go to the doctor and there's another allergy added well this is all a web-based program so the our heavy lifters in the background or the nurse puts in the new information and it's already on the card it's already fixed at the card so yesterday it was only peanut allergy today it's mold you know, it, so it can be changed organically, just just like that. That's called for your information, and then another version of that is a card that we call an automate card. And and, and again, this is like so new. There's you know, this is just some of our newest work. What that does is it controls home automations. So let's let me give an example. Let's say that there was an automate card that said, you know, good night. Well, this automate card, let's put it on the dresser or on the on the the bedside table by their bed. They take their phone at night when they're ready to go to bed and they tap it. It might lock the front door, turn the lights down to a certain level, make sure the stove is off. And then alert eye length that they're going to bed so that we can begin, you know, our bedtime monitoring routine all by doing one thing. And, you know, the thing is the, the automate cards and the FYI cards are all designed to do very complicated things simply by only one tap. From the customer's perspective, it's one thing. This isn't like an app that every time they have to figure out how to do something. All that heavy lifting has been done in the background. All that we have to do is tap it. And if they can take their phone and tap it, then they can do home automations. Then these cards can be put wherever they're needed. Frankly, it's overwhelming uh, how amazing this technology is. These are, we might not have flying cars yet, but that doesn't mean we don't have a lot of the things that we first saw on the Jetsons. No. It's, it's quite amazing that you are able to use your phone and tap a card, just tap it, and get, again, life-saving information about allergies or about the 
telephone number of your primary care physician that you can just touch and it's going to call your primary care physician. It's absolutely instrumental. And and just the comfort of knowing that Mary's helping you today and you that's your friend Mary and you feel really comfortable and you might even want to give her a call just to say hi. Yes. And all of this, um, this incredible technological scaffolding that we have built to support our models, to support our services, it, it generates tons of information that flows into a kind of a mission control center that I'm sure you want to explain. Yeah, and, and so the homework efforts, the smart home things is collecting all kinds of information, making things simple for the, the customer uh, that we have. But, but none of that would matter. I mean, the whole purpose of iLink is to connect neighborhood professionals and remote professionals to a home to provide support at the moment of need. Remember, we really use technology to amplify humanity, you know, to, to make the human connection more effective. Dr. Strauss, thank you so much uh, for this comprehensive and frankly, fascinating tour um, of the technology and of an iLink home. And we are all looking forward to episode six. You're welcome. And let's see you next time.